You're listening to the Can't Sell This Podcast with your spooky hosts, Ghoul Elliot and Stefang Grampot. Halloween episode. Ooh. I know. I feel like I'm probably... Do not be surprised, uh, Stefan, if there is uh, a fog machine running right now in my room. Oh, nice. Which, I mean, there there could be. uh, I just have cotton ball spider webs. (laughs) Oh, no, wait. No, no, no. Those are real spider webs. Uh, Never well, mind. Yeah, there are a lot of spiders around too. So, <laughs> what's the uh, whatever? I was going to say something about the statistic of <laughs> how many spiders you eat <laughs> over the course of your lifetime. <laughs> I just uh, that's not a Halloween statistic. That's are really we just are a we gross? But statistic. are we are we including are we including uh, just like regular meals? Oh no no because. Okay. I mean, there's people who have like the spider O's and yeah, spider crunchies. Yep, uh, I like to have a coffee spider crisp. Hmm. Every yeah. once in a while. Is this like the Smurfs where we just put the word spider in front of it? <laughs> no, that, that would that would be Spider Man. <laughs> a spider spent sense and a spider cycle, and spider, a spider copter, spider sense. <clears throat> Anyways, I am Hugh Elliot. And I am Stefan Grambart. And we are the hosts of Can't Sell This, as you might have heard in the intro. Whether or not there's spooky music involved, that's undecided. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's see how the budget allows. Yeah, let's throw more money at it. I'm just I'm just happy that our first holiday special is Halloween. Me too. Me too. Absolutely. Because I, lo- I love this holiday. I love Halloween. What? I mean... Technically speaking, it's not a holiday at all. No, that's true. It's, it's really just um, a day. We've given a special name to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, I, I am glad because, like, it's one of my favorites in terms of I have I have kids, and I, I like to travel around the neighborhood with them, and they get to dress up. And I have a uh, very heavy uh, Winnie the Pooh costume that I was uh, given bequeathed by a friend because she had bought it and it never fit her but it fits me really well <laughs> very nice so I wear it and uh, I've worn it for the past couple of years and I love it and kids love it like kids I don't know man something about Winnie the Pooh I'm just a big cuddly bear nice so um, so but you're, you're uh, uh, when you go around your kids have different costumes on every they year, right? Always, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my wife had made a costume for my son that was called the uh, spy, uh, Cat with Bat Wings. And it was uh, basically a hoodie and it had cat ears and a tail, but then she had sewn bat wings onto the arms. Oh, that's so awesome. It was really great. and he Just like it. random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was his idea and he wore it a couple years in a row and then he grew out of it and it went into a box and then my daughter grew into it, and then she oh. wore it, and she loves it. And it's just one of those funny costumes where you're like, oh, with a cat with bat wings. I mean, she's gonna, she will be too big for it, I think, next year. Right. And I think last year she was a maybe a princess. Right. I don't whatever. I don't know. My son was a stormtrooper, so it doesn't really matter. Can I... Um Maybe interject into this episode with a bonus can't sell this idea. Like right now or before we... Yeah, right now. Yeah, 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 you should do that. So this is... It's not necessarily something I tried to sell, but it's something that I've talked about probably for about a good eight years of doing as a costume for Halloween every year. Okay. I I bring it up and then I I never do it. Um, What I wanted to wear was most likely rented but a full super realistic bear costume 
but then a helmet with a bicycle handlebars attached to it and I just carry around a spare like bike tire okay what's the I, I wish I could figure out what the joke was but what's well, the joke no because <laughs> everyone would be like what What are you is, is clearly the thing that everyone would ask mm-hmm. and then I'd say on a bicycle I'm like oh no sorry I'm dressed as a bear but my costume is dressed as a bicycle. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's because right. I was like, it'd be cool yeah. if your if your um, if your costume had its own costume. Like you can you can wear like a cowboy hat, and they like have a whole like cowboy face makeup, and then uh, and then dress up as an astronaut, and then I people like what? And you're like, I oh no, think I'm. That that's, I want to think that that's a thing. I think people have done that before. Well, I think the zombie is like the the obvious one. Everyone does zombie the zombie man, the zombie, uh, yeah, the sexy zombie, yeah. But it's Ooh. never like I'm dressed as a zombie, but my zombie is dressed as a businessman for Halloween because that's what a zombie would want to dress as. So last year, uh, my son wanted we we decided we we're going to go to Comic Con in Toronto, and I I have this Winnie the Pooh costume, and I'm like I'm not wasting that. I basically built a bandolier and pouch out of duct tape and I borrowed a Chewbacca mask from oh, wow. from a buddy and I was Winnie the Pubaka. <laughs> and it was it was a great costume and it was like it was no cost to me beyond yeah. the, 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 the duct tape. But I got so many people like, Oh my God, Winnie the Pooh is Chewbacca, I love it. I'd yell out like Winnie the Pubaka and they would they'd just yeah. go, Okay buddy, that's a winner. And yeah, yeah. Dad joke ahoy. But it was it was great. Like people took pictures of me choking out my son, because <laughs> Chewbacca is always choking a kid or choking a stormtrooper. Yeah, who I assume is too young to be a, a stormtrooper and is actually a child. I don't know, but yeah. Anyway, well, so that that worked out great. Cool, man. My next my like I have said since I was gifted this Chew, uh, Chewbacca Winnie the Winnie the Pooh costume is I own a motorcycle and spring or fall when it's too cold to ride without protection like without a shirt and whatever I'm going to wear the Winnie the Pooh costume I'm going to ride around downtown and just ride it around ride my motorcycle around like just to be the Winnie the Pooh guy because the, the, the hat part the hood part is actually big enough to go over a helmet so I could wear a helmet put the hat the head over it and like ride around and still be safe you know, I'm a good rider. I've been riding for a long time. I just think it'd be one of those things that so many people are aware of it now that, that I own this costume, or at least so many people that, that I know, obviously. My, my sphere of influence is pretty minor, but um, I could wear that costume and I could, like, go on my motorcycle <laughs> to see what happens. Yeah. It just cracks me up to think about it. I think I think that would that would probably be one of the most interesting things uh, people would see in, in traffic. At that I point, I think so. I think so. And I, you know, I think what I really want, and I, I, I'm not even kidding, and what I dream about when I think about the idea of like riding my costume downtown is uh, get stopped by the cops. I would love to get a picture of Winnie the Pooh. Oh. <laughs> against a cop car <laughs> would crack me up <laughs> oh that'd be great I don't know Winnie Pooh getting arrested would be pretty funny are you there? yep I am still here you just didn't find what I said funny which is <laughs> <Just> like <laughs> frightening I <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm I my mind went all of a sudden to like, are you googling Winnie the Pooh arrested to see if it already exists? <laughs> you can't I'm, I'm, sell that, Hugh. That's already yeah, you, Hugh. That's already been done. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh's been arrested before. But we anyway, should um, you can co-opt should... as much as you wish. But the, here's the here's the thing about about uh, Halloween and, and any major uh, holiday, Stefan is is I think that we can agree that we probably have stories that might coincide with that holiday. Oh, absolutely. And and we discovered that both of us have a vampire story. 
Which fits the theme of Halloween perfectly. <laughs> 100%. It's the, yeah, I, I was pretty stoked when I saw... Um, for those of you that are listening and for those of you that have listened in the past, uh, we have a Google Doc, Stefan and I, in which we uh, have listed the things we ha- want to talk about or have, have written about. And uh, when Stefan opened up with a vampire story, I was like, oh, dude... I got a vampire story too, and I was so excited. <laughs> I was so excited because so I thought rare with double, too. I mean, the, double, the, what are the odds? I mean, mine is is called the Vampire Lestat, and it's uh, about a vampire right. in Lestat in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And no, mm-hmm. it's not true at all. But that sounds very original. I like the idea of writing a, a vampire story where it wasn't. It was atypical in my mind. It was atypical. And I don't really, I mean, I don't really know your vampire story, but I was super stoked to see that you had one. Because I thought it, it it would work, too, if you'd said, well, I have a, a zombie story. Or I have a, right. you know, right, whatever right. monster from the Black Lagoon story. But I was, I was really excited to see the zombie story, or the vampire story, excuse me. Yeah, I think uh, it'll be interesting. Like, I, I don't know anything about your vampire story. And I don't think you know too much about mine either. No, so only be interesting to the extent see. that I saw it in the Google Doc, and I, I, I start. I don't. Know, do you have a, a habit? And so, like, our Google Doc is, you know, this is the this is what we could talk about, and we do not negate the other person's idea. We don't say like, "Oh, I don't want to discuss that." I actually just see the title, and then I kind of don't look at the rest of it. Yeah, I um, I mean, uh, I I haven't read through, or I mean, I think I just skimmed through it and got a kind of an idea of some of your stuff. But I, if you were to ask me now what you had in there, I'd be like, um, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's to be honest, that's how kind of how I'd like it to be. Like, I I like I like the fact that what you say to me is uh, fresh. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's something new to me, so that I can react in a in a way that that. I think everybody would react if they're being pitched something or told something. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's fresh. Uh, we're reacting to it like like uh, like we haven't rehearsed any of this. That mm-hmm. sort of thing. I can't think of a single thing that we have rehearsed. No, <laughs> except, not for, a except thing. for the countdown to make sure that we're in sync. <laughs> and even that's yeah. not great. <laughs> I, I I still love how low tech that is. I think it's the only thing we can do. Although, hey, so I know that we're we're already kind of in the thirteen minute mark, where I, you know, in terms of what I've got recorded. But <clears throat> do you think it'd be fun if we could do a live recording? Do you think if we could like find a, a venue and convince them to like? Let us set up a table and a couple of mics and do an open mic recording where we invite people from the audience to just come and. Oh yeah, that would, would that be, be great. Would that be fun? I think it'd be. I think it'd be and okay. I, it'd be interesting to do that before we even release an episode. I don't see how that, I don't see how we can do that at all. <laughs> okay. I I mean like I think that what we need what we have to have people that are interested. So if you are a listener. And you're on episode five, as we all know we're at, and you're interested in that concept. It'd be awesome if you just go to the website, cancelthispodcast.com, and uh, go to the contact us page and contact us and let us know. I mean, make the subject line live recording with Stefan and Hugh. And just let's see what the reaction is, because I... I'm more, I'm more concerned that we, we go like let's have an open mic and like nobody shows up and it's shows just you up. and me and yeah. it's already just you and me you know I want to hear your vampire story oh I get to go first. yeah okay. well you, you do right. I mean we've we've the last episode okay. episode 4 was mine and oh yeah right right we've yeah. been doing the back and forth I, I, okay, I think cool. that works yeah, yeah. You, you, you first alright so this this sort of falls into um, the pile of ideas, and there's probably going to be a lot of these in future episodes, that were just kind of like a throwaway idea. It wasn't so much that I couldn't sell it, as I just never did anything with it. Um, oh, yeah, it was okay. a throwaway, 
it, it's an idea where I was like, oh, that has some merit, but I'm just gonna like file this away and and uh, you know if something ever if something ever drudges it up like a podcast, then I'll start thinking about it again. So what's happened here is it's a it's a it's a very sort of unformed idea. But as we were preparing for uh, this episode, it made me start to think about it some more, and and already it's like the wheels are turning, which is always a, a bad, bad thing, but... So the idea I have is called Bloodwork. And it was sort of born from this idea of merging a, a medical drama with some kind of um, like supernatural vampire type show. And you mean like a house or something like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like a house. And the, the idea was that the central character, I, I think I literally wrote down his name was Mark, which is <laughs> just like, Mark, there, done. He has a name. Because um, I didn't really develop this character too much, but I knew that he uh, he was a hematologist, and I think I would have actually wrote down was blood doctor, <laughs> because I didn't know I didn't know the word hematologist. Um, but he's he uh, in the initial idea was this this old vampire and and thought he was the last of his kind, and has been working uh, essentially trying to use his position as as a hematologist to have access to blood and be able to hide from society because he's not biting people in the neck all the time uh, but he discovers that he's he's either not the last of his kind or there's like a whole new generation that was really the gist of the idea at the time right um, but the last time I, I dug it up um, which was in another discussion just about vampire TV shows somebody brought up um, what's that old show Forever Night I don't know that a show about a vampire who's a cop. Oh, what? Yeah, is it? I think Forever sort of Night, was. like K N I T or K N I G H T. Sorry. Yeah, and um, I think it was. I think it was a Canadian show. I'm not 100 no, sure on that. Come on, hold I'm, on. I am going to Google that now. I'm looking it up. Okay, you you look it up. I'll keep talking. Oh, um. it's, just, <laughs> it's a thing. Nick Knight. Hold on. Let me just let me get a cough out. <clears throat> Nick Knight is an 800-year-old vampire working as a homicide detective on the graveyard shift in modern-day Toronto. (laughs) But he works as a guidance counselor by day. No, that's not true. I just... Yeah, apparently he... uh, A result of his feeling guilt for centuries of killing others and seeking redemption for his acts. Yeah, he's a homicide detective. And that was... uh, yeah. The final episode was 1996. So somebody said, like, yeah. oh, dude, totally. Forever night. <laughs> like, dude, yeah. Dude, was, it, was it like a week after somebody goes, yeah, that's uh, forget me not? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I don't think, in this case, it wasn't a matter of someone saying that it was similar. But we, we were talking about television. We were talking about the, 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 the show Forever Night came up. Okay. And then I said, well, I had this idea that was. I guess kind of similar where it was a, a vampire who's a doctor like who's a hematologist right 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 um, and they're like oh that's kind of cool that makes more sense than being a a, 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 a homicide detective well, I mean because like, I guess you could still find blood a lot of blood being a homicide detective but it might look weird to, to your like cop buddies if you like start lapping up you know the crime scene trying to get oh you know, sure 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 a meal out of it whereas I'm just like you know, Mark. He just go, he's like, I gotta go in the freezer and get some uh, samples. <laughs> I'll be back. Um, but so so he he discovers that he's not alone. Like he thinks he's by himself. Yeah, yeah. And then he discovers that there are other vampires. And then that it sort of the idea was to take the medical drama and and do a, a, a kind of vampire soap opera style thing I think we were also like I was thinking about um, there was the RPG uh, the World of Darkness stuff from White Wolf so it was a lot of um, 
Man, I just like Vampire, The Masquerade, Werewolf. Okay. They did a bunch of different. I role really wish games. I was like, oh yeah, but I I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't I wasn't part but of they, that. But they they kind of they kind of built this. Uh, they were one of the first to sort of take the vampire mythos and try to combine all of it into something a little bit more modern. It's actually a, a really interesting world, and and oddly enough, they had a TV show for a really short. I think it was like less than a season and it was just like around the time of X-Files people were looking for properties to turn into these TV shows and right. it, it didn't last I don't think it was very good but um, it kind of if you were to find it now I would say it's kind of like a bad 90s version of Game of Thrones but with vampires in modern day like our world <laughs> okay so that, that sort of like multiple characters, lots of plot lines, lots of intrigue, that sort of like level of the, the sort of vampire stuff. Right. And then on top of it, like at the core of it, it's still following the uh, the medical drama. Sort of just how the same way that X-Files is, has all this sort of like supernatural and aliens and conspiracy stuff. But at the core of it, it's still two detectives or right. FBI agents trying to solve a crime. Yeah, yeah, Monster yeah. of the Week type stuff. Did you see um, Daybreakers? Yeah, 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 Daybreakers. And um, did that kind of like did you? Did that strike you as like, oh wow, yeah, hematologist? You know what I mean? Like, like that. I really like Daybreakers. Like I, I'll, I'll be honest. The 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 hematologist idea was from a character I played in in a vampire um, campaign. Stop. Was just like, really? My my dude's a doctor, and he has access uh, to blood. So. World of Darkness, the the, the role playing game, it's it's like it's our world, but it's a little bit more like Gotham from Batman. Like it's darker. Right, there's right, vampires right. everywhere. There's all different like clans of vampires. They're fighting. I was like, oh, drawing on some of that stuff without you know copyright infringement would sure. be cool. Yeah. But um, but over the years, as I've thought about this idea, one of the things that uh, you know the original co- concept was just this one character. And uh, I started thinking about it more and more as being something where, even though there'd be other characters that sort of were uh, floating around him, you know, the core group would be Mark the Vampire Doctor and his human friends, or you know, and right. There was something there that would be interesting. Like, like in my mind, it would be interesting if all every vampire he ran into all had the same issue where they were like look I, I really I'm kind of done hunting people and I get that I have a ton of powers but what I really oh that's cool what I really do like is I like helping people and so there was a, a book I read uh, read I read recently uh, called uh, Blood Sucking Fiends by Christopher Moore and it's it's called a love story but essentially it's about a, a woman who's made into a vampire by a really old vampire and what she can see are auras around people and so like she sees a black aura around anybody that is gonna die and so there's someone that she can go like well I can kill you without any kind of guilt right you know and in my mind like say your uh, hematologist Mark Mike Mark? Mark 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 so like Mark meets an EMT who essentially like he, you know, on the way back to the hospital, every time he's like saving someone who can't fucking be saved, he just goes, fuck it, and like drinks their yeah, blood. Yeah. Like they come back, like, well, they were a stroke victim, but they came back with no blood, you know, and, and, and he just kind of goes, yeah. hey, hey, uh, Steve, every time you and Carlita go out on a, a run and like go to save somebody, who's driving? And he's like, oh, Carlita, or no, uh, me. And like Carlita comes back, like you know, with a wet nap on her on her mouth, like what's up, yeah. you know? What? Like, what's going on? <laughs> but like she's the vampire, she's a vampire, so like yeah, he yeah. keeps finding people that generally want to help, and they're they're kind of done being shitty, and they're kind of they're not like blah blah blah, you know what I mean? But they're yeah, they yeah. they, they want to be good people because because they've been around long enough to see how what shitty p- human beings do. So. So I, I think at this point we got we got to bring up um, other vampire show that also was kind of similar in that concept. What's that? And that's Angel. Oh, you know what? I, I never watched Angel. I, I never did. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I, I watched some Buffy. I'll be honest. 
um, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just one of those shows where I'm like, I like the idea of it. I love all the episodes that I've watched, but I was I just never got, had the got time in, or the inclination to watch them. Yeah. But um, but my friends all did, and so so yeah, mine uh, too. one of my buddies too. Buffy talked to me a lot a lot about Angel, which I definitely I was like, oh yeah, that's that one guy from Buffy who went off and did his own thing. But they talked about like a lot of the a lot of the stuff was like um, expanded upon, um, and probably uh, fanfic at the wazoo. I, I've, well, I've seen I've seen clips now, and the interesting thing has always been, like, so he's a he's a I guess a vampire who was be, was given a soul, which made him feel remorse, which made him be, try to become a better person. <sighs> okay. And um, to all the Buffy and, and Angel fans, like I'm sorry for that giant sigh. That is just one of those things where I just think like that's a manufactured reason. Yeah, that bothers yeah. me so much. Um, oh shit! What was the name of that um, movie with Tilda Swinton? <gasps> what we do in shadows? No, that's that's um oh, the. Sorry, my bad. Uh, it's, um, that's the the amazing comedy oh, by Taika no, no, Waititi. No, 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 you're right. I'm sorry. I'm I'm. It's uh, <sighs> they're the rock stars. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my god, we gotta look it up. Gotta look it up. Oh, I'm looking up right now. But Swinton, Swinton. Oh, only lovers left alive. Only lovers left alive. Holy shit. Yeah. So that Loki. that to me. Oh. Yep. That was a really good vampire movie. Like yeah. that was just really, really interesting. Um, and mm. I remember after seeing that, I started thinking about this idea again, and um, I didn't Hiddleston. want to explore. <gasps> yeah, so good. I so didn't good. want to explore the um, the romance angle, at right. least not as at the core of the story, because I think that that vampires and romance um, are, have just been done so much. Well, thanks to Anne Rice. Uh, yeah, but I mean, even before that, I think that, that there was always something. I mean, even Dracula is is, is essentially a love story, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, so again, I started thinking about this medical drama, and then I started thinking about the vampire soap opera, and I thought about the idea of the the buddy cop movie. Sure. And I was like, well, what sure, if it, sure. what if it was like, what if he discovers he's not the last one, but the the first. Um, the first other vampire he finds is someone that he has a history with. Okay. Okay. Sure. Like he thought that right? they were gone or thought they were yeah. dead. Like I left you in, in uh, fucking right. Romania and and there were the villagers chasing us with the forks and spoons. And I was... <laughs> Torches to get pitchforks. Forks and spoons. Forks and spoons. That is... Literally the most frightening dessert entree in the world. Sorry, my bad. Al, I, do you have any pitchforks? We gotta chase oh, these vampires of town. No, I don't. To I got death. some. Just enjoy I got it. Some Just forks. make your peace. <laughs> forks and spoons, Jesus. I like it. This is why I should never start a podcast with a bourbon. No, this is why you should never start an angry mom. Well, I would never do it, but I mean, if I did. Probably forks and spoons would be the yeah. Not even forks. Like I just be like get your spoons because I I don't want to hurt anybody. No, no, that is it, that is a very safe mobbing. Yeah, spoon um, justice warrior, <laughs> my SJW. <laughs> but um, I'm a terrible person. There was a there was a point where I started thinking about this idea, and I was like, well, what if Mark wasn't a very old vampire? What if he was because. You know, I got uh, sure really caught up with this idea of Mark being sort of like the 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 the, the audience's um, proxy in, in the story, right? He's learning about this as they are, yes. so he doesn't have this like like this depth of knowledge of vampire society because he's been around forever. Sure. Um, so then I was like, okay, well, what if he's what if he's a newer vampire? What if he uh, is a guy and he knows that something supernatural has happened to him? But like everyone just thinks you're crazy. You just have some rare blood disease. Oh right? man! Well, then he wouldn't be a hematologist, right? They they so that, crazy. Yeah. It's weird. I like the idea that, yeah. that he'd studied. Like he decided yeah. he would make himself yeah. a hematologist. Yes, exactly. And he's yeah. like he's he's like he lives forever. Yeah, he can't die, and he's just at that point so where he up. is. Yeah, and, and that's what I like about this idea is that there's going to be the occult and the supernatural and the, and the the mythical, but there's also going to be the scientific. 
right? So it's 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 got both angles. But then what something you just said made me think of something that could be really interesting because one of the things I loved about all the like all the vampire stuff that I that I've seen that I like is something that says, "Hey, you know the vampire mythology, but we're going to take that and we're going to change it a little bit in a way that makes sense." Yeah, but yeah, also yeah. is something that's a little bit refreshing, and that's like Daybreakers. That like the whole world oh, is vampires. I love Daybreakers. Right? I think I think yeah. as far as vampire movies go, like Daybreakers is one of those movies where I was like, okay, I love the idea that Sam Neill just went, yeah, we want you to figure out a way to make a fake blood or a blood substitute or whatever it was, and he just went, but I mean, at the end of the day, we also kind of just really like real blood. Like, yeah, he was a dick about it. He was just like, yeah, yeah, no, it's fine, it's fine. I love that you did that. You figured it out. And Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hawke always like he's really good at looking kind of stunned at people just <laughs> going like, wait, what? Like, I mean, we look at Gattaca. He when the yeah. when the guy was like, left-handed dudes don't hold their dicks with their right hands, you know, or like, or whatever. <laughs> like it just it, he always kind of looks surprised that someone caught him, you know, and you know, right with the whole I, I I love Willem Dafoe and Willem Dafoe is also in in Daybreakers. By the way, yeah. listeners, if, if you haven't watched Daybreakers, you might consider it. This is our Halloween episode, and you should get read up or watched up. <laughs> Anyways, Get I really like it. I really like the concept of these these vampires are like I'm kind of done. I'm kind of done hiding. I'm kind of done, you know, pretending to be. So you know, so but let me let me thing. Let me let me so let me uh, uh, pitch this now because you were talking about oh, like, there's that you, part for you, sure. Are you evolving your idea? Oh, oh yeah, totally. Oh it's goodness. totally changing. Oh my goodness. So so I still like the idea of, of the the sort of older vampire hematologist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. older in, in like uh, years alive, not necessarily in age, physical age. Oh, look at you. I it's like the idea number. that <laughs> that's not work. I, I literally, I literally meant that he doesn't have to look like an old dude to be yeah, three hundred years yeah, old. Sure, sure, sure. Jeez, I get it. You don't I know anything it. about vampires. I don't bother. I mean, um, like, no, whatever. That's cool. So he's not, he's not necessarily the oldest vampire, is what you're saying. No, but uh, I guess the idea is that he's become a hematologist because he wants to. Not suck the cure blood himself. Of yeah, innocent people. Not only not only does he want to not cure, uh, like cure himself, he wants to age and die like everyone else. Oh shit! Oh right! Oh fuck! He's just like that. I love it. And not like in a like suicidal way, but like in a I've lived so long mm-hmm. and I can't die, right? And, and like I mean, this would change. You'd have to change the mind. Of, like because because why doesn't he just walk out in the sun and and, and burn to death? Right? So yep. you say that's that's not a real thing with vampires. Vampires are just literally immortal and. Um, no, you know he sure, but anyways, but they can so, be killed. They yeah, which is which so, is I the mean, interesting thing in this this Christopher Moore book was was the vampire said like you're not immortal, you can be killed. So like your choice well, is you can live forever, but you need to live forever. Like you can be killed, right? right? Yeah. Okay. I think I, I I still need to think about this because if he's just trying to end himself, he could probably do it in a number of ways. Well, dear listeners, Stefan might be reclaiming the ownership of this particular project. (laughs) Well, no, I I definitely think there's some... Like, the interesting thing that I was thinking of was that he... um, He finds something in the work that he does that leads him to believe that, that there's more vampires out there than even... Like the like right. the people that he thinks are vampires don't even know that but they now, are. So this sounds more like a movie or a short film or something. The, it doesn't sound like a TV series. A TV series, it, the, you you sound like you're yeah. like oh well I've oh well, I've I found a breakthrough and I'm gonna solve my problem. But it's it's different. Like, I mean, like it could be written as a film where like the the whole focus is on that particular yeah. Um, Problem, or it could be done as a TV show where that story is the is the uh, C story. It's the overarching story that lasts, you know, two seasons or whatever. 
Because there's still, I think there's still room for that that medical drama that happens every episode. But like every three or four episodes, or even every, like I mean, I think now uh, audiences are hungry enough and want more to happen on a per episode basis. Right. That you have well, you have your must. medical drama, but every episode you learn a little bit more about this larger story. Sure. Yeah, that makes know? sense. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Okay. But the interesting thing is, it would literally start with just him thinking he's the last vampire. See, I I love that. I love that. The 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 sense of desperation, like, oh well, I I can I'm gonna figure my life out, and I want to help as much as I can for as long as I can, and based off of how long I've lived and what I know, I've studied every blood yeah. type. I've studied every blood disease. I can like cure yeah. whatever. As long as it involves the blood, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, like, or maybe he's trying to. Actually, that's a fucking great idea. He's not trying to cure himself. He's trying to figure out who he can cure with his blood. Right. Which it's interesting because in a lot of situations that involve vampires, generally they just wipe their blood on somebody and they're instantly healed. Right, but it's like so. He's like he doesn't want to do. He doesn't want to turn people into vampires. What he wants to do, like his legacy, is meant to be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure out how my vampire blood works. Oh my god! Do you know what'd be amazing is if there are like flashbacks where all of a sudden he's, people are trying to make him into a saint, because he's cured people. Oh right? yeah! Like so, like we go back to the Middle Ages or something, and he's just like, like he pricks his finger and like rubs it on some dude's neck or fucking cold sore or something in the cold sore heels are like that's a miracle <laughs> yawn gentleman in the darkness saved my cold sore or whatever they called it in what the middle ages what voice is this I don't know dude whatever it's not, it's hey <laughs> I live within the dark I ages do I can do what I do <laughs> do not or cold sore try <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> mock or mock not. <laughs> there is no not mock. Anyways. <laughs> Alright. Okay, Stefan. Uh, we're, we're 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 yeah moving in. But this away. is the thing, like one of the things I love doing is working within like parameters of existing ideas. So in this case, it's not one particular IP, but um, it's it's you know working within the parameters of the vampire mythology. It changes nothing from the original idea. It really right, doesn't. It, it really doesn't. The original idea is a hematologist who is a vampire who is trying to figure something out. So like, mm-hmm. yeah, I I yeah. I, here's the problem is I really think there's something there <laughs> I know it's the worst so dear listeners if you are a movie producer or a television producer I would like you to reach out just to fan and I would like you to hire him to write a uh, vampire drama involving a hematologist who has been alive for too long and can no longer hold his guilt in check uh, having, I, having never watched Buffy or Angel. I feel like I'm going to revisit this one. I think you should. I, feel like I think you should. I feel like I'm, I'm I'm pulling it out of the grave. Oh! <laughs> You're resurrecting right? something on it's, the Halloween it's, episode? It's, it's, How weird. It's it's hand... The hand of this idea is coming out, out of the ground All right. by the tombstone well, we, on which says blood work. Okay. I think we have... I think we've stretched <laughs> this particular I think we've no let me think about this drained this episode oh so I want to talk about mine is that okay alright yeah yeah I'm good are you prepped and ready I am I was gonna stop us to to you know take a break or whatever but um let's just do it because we're we're it, it based off of my recordings and our phone call I have a 40 minute recording and a 42 minute phone call so if our normal recordings and phone calls are twenty-five to thirty minutes, then we're we're already a bit above what we normally would be. So all right, let's keep going. 
Let's I do didn't, it. I didn't actually title this particular short film. I had planned a short film. So, um, there's a bar uh, at uh, Dundas and Ossington called The Saint. And The Saint has a very short mirror. And it, it runs the length of the bar in behind the bartenders. And I had this whole thing where I talked to this guy while I was sitting at the bar and I never saw him. So it started okay. to right, it started to bring up this idea that, you know, vampires don't have reflections, right? That's one of the mm-hmm. classic kind of oh, you can tell it's a vampire because they don't they don't reflect, you know. I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. So this guy, it just it just turned out that every time I looked into the mirror, somebody was in front of him, or I was holding, you know, my drink in front of me, or he was holding his drink up to cheers, and I, you know, whatever. Anyways, there was this whole situation in which I never actually saw him in the mirror, and I had written the beginning of a short film. I didn't title it or anything like that. I'd written the beginning of a short film in which a dude like me, so like say lovable loser, let's call let's just call, <laughs> call him uh, not Mark. The dog whisperer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Anyway, some guy. <laughs> so like we'll call him um, shit, I almost just a fan, but we're not going to do that. Oh, lovable. Lo- I know, I know. That's why I wasn't going to do that. Let's say... Um, Jake. 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 But Jake is not Jake. a lovable loser name. Uh, Milton. Milton. Oh, Christ. That's not even lovable. Like, it's just a jerk-off. Damn it. Huh? Uh. What? What was the name? What? I need a name. No, I said, damn it. That oh, damn it. That's not a name. David. Okay, so David... <laughs> 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 Which is really close to... Damn it. All right, so David. So this guy, David. David. He's sitting in the bar. Say he's, like, done with his, you know, uh, business meetings. He had a drink with his client, and he's an advertising guy. <clears throat> this was the whole concept. Was was this guy was sitting at the bar, and he was chatting with the bartender. And then all of a sudden, this he hears a voice. And it's this, this woman saying, like, like, how boring is all of this? And he reacts with the sort of lovable loser kind of thing going like I know right you know like he, he just and it turns into this like it starts out as kind of a flirtation between these two people so think of this as a short okay. film so it's all in this bar so if you've gone to the saint if you go to the saint you should do it it's I don't know shit. Okay. I'm not, not 100% sure it's still open but let's say it is it's a great bar and they, you can shuck oysters and or they shuck oysters and you can have oysters but they have this really short mirror. And so let's pretend that we create the situation in which David continuously looks at her and never looks. But we, as the viewer, are consistently looking over his shoulder and seeing nothing because something is obstructing the view. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so we're we're not we're not ever picking up that she's a vampire until a, a little while later. So, based on the conversation, is she starts to say, uh, "Did you know?" And I mean, like, based off of like, let's let's make it into a, a Halloween movie. You know, she's right. like, "Hey, so right, right. you know, did you know that vampires when they die just turn into dust?" And, like, let's make a whole conversation based off of her leading him into conversation that he just thinks it's her being flirtatious based off the time of the year, you know? Right. So, like, she is essentially telling him, she's giving him lessons in how to kill vampires. So, she says, most vampires can't die, but they can be killed this is how you can kill them and like he listens and whatever you know lovable loser poor David yeah yeah he's, and she he's, he's playing along because it's like a Halloween conversation and he thinks he's gonna get lucky yeah he thinks he's gonna yeah. you know 
bang, yeah. whatever her name is. So goth chick. Oh, she's some goth chick. Some yeah, goth yeah. chick. But like, she's pretty. And like, the way I'd written it was like the guy turned and went, "She is the kind of woman that everybody holds their breath." when they see her you know that kind of thing like the way I'd written it was yeah. like she's absolutely gorgeous lovable loser can't figure out why she's talking to him but is super grateful that she is and right. then she starts in on this conversation he starts to go like oh it's because she's weird as shit you know what I mean right like you, right. You've, you've spoken to people like men or women where you're like oh yeah you're pretty but you're fucking weird yeah. Right. Like yeah. I mean, like I've I've sat at the bar with with dudes where I'm like, oh, dude, listen, I I get it, I get it. You're you're a weirdo, and I will sit here and listen to you because I don't want to make a scene. And if I do, you will. You're the one that's going to escalate. Right. So, lovable loser David, she is essentially giving him all this information in terms of like vampires, and he doesn't buy any of it. But then. We need a moment in which he looks at the mirror and we are looking over his shoulder. It all clears and she's not there. And then he realizes like, holy fuck, she is a vampire. So she has explained the fact that most vampires die because they want to die. They can only die because they choose to do it. They explain to their whatever you call them they're inheritors this is why I want to die I'm all fucking done right 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 and so David all of a sudden goes like holy shit I'm talking to a vampire who wants to die who wants to give me all of her money like she makes this big show of like don't I'm gonna pay for his drinks yada yada right, yada right right and the, the the bartender's like oh I've got it it's fine what do you want David like, like, like make a whole scene of it and like he goes holy shit like she is a vampire you know like he starts to yeah. believe it and so the, <laughs> the idea is that as he starts to believe it she gets more and more like into the conversation and he starts to believe that the reason that she wants to tell him this stuff is that she wants to die and he, she is telling him these things so that she can tell him how to kill her Right. Right? Like, that is that is the whole thing. And so he believes it. Now, they go through this whole short film. Like, say it's a short film, so I'm like, you know, eight minutes. And you could do a conversation in eight minutes. You can build up anticipation, all this sort of yeah. stuff. You think that she, she's going to be like, let's go outside. <clears throat> and she brings him out to the back. And he goes like, so how do we do this? And she goes, how do we do what? And he says, uh, you know, me, me, me killing you. And she goes, oh no, no, I just like to play with my food. Oh, oh, good, right? Yeah, that's like a good twist. Well, oh, what's interesting about it is how. I mean, the whole thing is already a twist on on the the, the vampire story. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, when the twist at the end just puts it back to the standard. Um, yeah. The vampire is 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 hunting its prey. Kind of a dick. Vampires. Are but dicks. I like that. I li- no, no. But I like that because because you're saying like. I really the needed expectation. Like, yeah, I needed yeah. to create a, a an actress. A, the, the actress had to be someone that you're like, holy shit! Like, just there's no doubt, no doubt. She opens her mouth and you're listening. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, then and then David needed to be someone who was like a, lo- a lovable loser. I, I'm trying to think of who in my mind that would that would that would fit that bill, but like, oh God. A name came to mind, but I can't say it out loud. But like, um, he had to be somebody who was like super nice. That you kind of you would you wouldn't be surprised if they talked to talked to in a bar, right? Or upset, right? You know what I mean? I say lovable loser because I'm kind of a lovable loser, and I I think that I think of myself like like I've been at many bars in which which people don't think anything of chatting with me. Most because I don't like right. turn around and go, shut up, jerk. Like I just, <laughs> I, 
I want to hear. I want to hear what people have to say. Yeah, you know. So, <clears throat> like, I like the idea that this this guy is like kind of the approachable dude who who you know is having a drink, and I really wanted it to be about a powerful woman that is essentially driving a conversation that. <laughs> you know, fucks over the guy <laughs> because she's a vampire and strong as shit. You know, like, yeah, I, no, I, I mean, love it. But there's, there, I mean, it's it's really interesting because the other thing that you could play with is like her her motivation. I mean, like she's she's just toying with yeah this guy that she's going to prey upon, but also like clearly nobody knows vampires exist. And clearly, she's not the yeah, only one. This isn't that but, universe. This is the universe in which vampires don't really exist. So she has to explain right. it. She has to explain it like there's right. only ever one, or there's, you know, or there could be few of whatever us. it is. Yeah. But the point is, is that she can't ever just go out and tell people who she really is. Yeah. She can do it with this guy, and she does it with like all her prey because she knows they're they're not going to survive the night. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so she's so in a way, it's also like her just, and that could be interesting too. If if that side of it, if she's not just explaining to him about, like, it, it'd be interesting if um, if the conversation starts with the "this is how you kill a vampire," right? But then, actually, you know, it's not. I'll be. It's not so close. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just gonna say it's not so close to the end. That the the revelation that she really is a vampire like that that should happen, uh, I'd say a little bit closer to the beginning of the of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. So because the, the guy's like, "Holy shit, this is for real," and then he starts to ask all the questions, right, and starts to ask about the motivation, and we get this, you know, and the care, and she's just like, "Oh, well, you know, um, I've I've been around forever," and he's like, "Well, what do you like? Where were you? What have you witnessed? What have you seen?" She's yeah. like, well, I, I mean. Just because I was around for a long time doesn't get doesn't mean I got to meet famous people because that's one of the things that always bothers the shit out of me when they have vampires because they're always like oh they're really old so they were around when Lincoln was around so they met Lincoln I'm like but not everybody who was around, alive when Lincoln was alive met Lincoln you right. know like yeah so so this so it, it, all right so you can play with oh there's so much you can do there. Thing. So I called it I, I'm looking it up now so I haven't I okay haven't, I called it. The problem with vampires, and this is. Do you want to read the first first couple of lines? Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. Go so for it. So I, I had to look it up. I had to, to unlock a, a level. I had to like get into my old old uh, blog. I'll tell you the problem with vampires. The voice was soft yet insistent. Mike. Oh my God, his name was Mike. Mike jerked his head to the side thinking there was a mouth whispering in his ear. When he turned his head, he found he was mistaken, but there she was. Sitting next to him at the bar. See that? So that that was a poorly written sentence. But there she was, sitting next to him at the bar. One right. finger running along the rim of her glass, that slight frown as she realized the glass was glass and not crystal, and no, tor- no tone would be forthcoming. Ah. Breathtaking. You really don't hear that word and all that often. Pretty, cute, beautiful. We use those in abundance. Click like on a selfie on Instagram and type the first word that comes to mind. With an emoticon, that comes to mind. No, here we go. With an emoticon. If you're feeling sassy, cute, uh. Breathtaking? Never. Well, here you go. This one was breathtaking. In fact, Mike took a second to wonder if he gasped aloud when he saw her. Yeah. So, like, there was this whole... Oh my God! I've written a ton. Oh, there's a whole thing here. <laughs> I've written a whole story. Yeah. Yeah. Unless your vampires are able to give you advice pre-death, uh, their undeadness goes away. They were. Re- oh, that, that was what it is. So the idea was that oh, the problem with vampires is once they're dead, they return to human. So, the the concept was that you became the murderer of a person. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the twist. So, like, yeah, yeah. She did the whole, like, 
I can't believe I wrote this whole thing. Oh my God, I got to send this to you. So <laughs> the, the funny thing is, is that, uh, yeah, they, they returned to human. Like, so like we talk about like, oh, they ash and they die. But, but uh, in my story is they, they just became people. Right, so like, yeah, they right. existed for however long. I mean, maybe the guy was a thousand years old, but the second you killed him, he just became a person. You know, he may not have prints that are right. on record, or they, he may not have like um, <laughs> dental records, but like their fangs would be gone. Right. I loved it. That was the twist. It was like, yeah, here we go. So this is the. Yeah. Can I read this to you? Yeah. 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 The problem with vampires is once they're dead, they return to humans. She looked for one full second into Mike's eyes, his breath caught in his throat, breathtaking. She looked back to her drink. Here you are, taking out a killer of the night who knows how old, basically doing humankind a favor, and the jerk returns to a human once they die. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I think it's one of the funny things is is no one ever questions, oh, you killed a vampire. Good for you. You're humankind's savior. But what if you killed a person? Yeah. Right? So and like, no one believes that vampires exist. Yeah, so. no one believes they exist. It's all part yeah. of it. I wrote this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to send this to you. It's it's so much fun. Yeah. That's That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I only got so far as I mean, I only got so far as she she like said you know unless the vampire gives you advice. So like she was leading him into the conversation. Right. She was. She, well, I mean, she was leading Mike. Oh, it's got to be David, not Mike. But you know, she was leading him into the conversation of like if you had to kill somebody and they were a bad human being and not a human being but a vampire but they were going to turn into a human being and I told you how to like deal with that corpse would you do it? you know? yeah and I think that's the other side of it is that it could be like it's it's the ultimate defense mechanism it's why vampires have been able to you know fly under the radar yeah no pun intended yeah because because when they die it it's just a, a case of um, you know a, a Jane Doe or a John John Doe John Doe yeah John Doe. same thing in my mind it was it was one of the situations in which the world of vampires doesn't exist I've always really enjoyed stories that the supernatural was not supernatural they just didn't exist do you know what I mean yeah 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 I loved the concept of her essentially messing with the guy. Like, I loved this guy just being a lovable doofus that he was always kind of okay, you know? And then this opportunity, which is what killing a vampire would be, right? Right. Presented itself, and the vampire itself said, hey... If you kill me, you can be rich. You don't have to think that hard about it. I'll make you into a vampire, and you'll be rich. And the guy goes, yeah, man, I'm in. And at the end, she just goes, no, no, that's not how that works. I'm totally fucking with you. Yeah. I love it, you know? I just like to play with my food. I really like it. Do you? Again. Yeah. Oh. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, like, if you think about it, you know, with the, with the right production values, you get two really good actors. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. You, you shoot it at the saint. Oh, you know? Right. The, or, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some bar that You spend, you spend like, even if you're spending, <clears throat> like, you know, 10 grand on a, on a really good camera. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have to get into it, but, like, you don't need all the bells and whistles to make this work. That's one of the reasons that I kind of like blood work, because it's like, okay, well, this is something that it doesn't need a, a, a ton of special effects. It doesn't need But it needs kind good of writing. Like, it needs good writing. It needs yeah. to be written, right? Yeah. But it's the same, the same with your idea. It's like, you write it well, 
and mm-hmm. you and you write it for a short form or a short format, um, mm-hmm. like YouTube. It's just you and you just make it and you put it up on YouTube. I, I've been I've been following a lot more people who just create interesting new things and just chuck it online. Yeah, yeah. Do you watch Dust? The 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 channel on YouTube is a science fiction channel. No. Oh, I don't know shit. that one. <clears throat> Anyways, I watch check Dust. Out. Check it out. It's very good. It's one of those situations in which I think it's kind of people like us who have ideas and they they have the wherewithal to make it happen. Right. You know? I don't know. Anyways, so, I think we're, we must be near the end. I think we are. I really liked... <sighs> The hematologist concept. I really did. I thought it was. I thought it could be a good series. I'm not sure it would be a whole series, not like a like a season after season series, but at least like five or seven episodes. You know, like I think it's one of those things where you could do it, like the last man on earth kind of thing, where it's like, oh my god, I could totally do another season after this. You know? Right. Right. Mine I, I, still is a short film. Like, I don't see it being anything other than that. Well, because it, it has a very... It, it's all building Definitive. up to one specific yeah. conclusion. Yeah. Um, do you see yours as being like, I, I could do it forever? Like, I, like you could write it for um, a few seasons? I, I think for a few seasons. I think that it has... There's enough to play okay. with, I, I think... Um, I mean, I'm I'm a guy who likes to do world building, so I would just start. I just start with like, okay, well, I'm gonna build my own. Uh, okay, sure, world sure. World here and like like create the characters and and the mysteries and and like slowly unravel them, right? Like if it was strictly just about vampirism and hematology, then it would it would die pretty quickly. You got to have a little bit more meat to it. So you know, sure, I would sure. base everything around that core concept, but I like this idea of of a of a, a vampire hematologist who discovers that there's something going on in the blood. That's yes. literally the one line that it would be. Something's going on in the blood. Well, that's the interesting thing about the Christopher Moore book is that the uh, newly created vampire. I, I, person who works in a university says like hey by the way I studied the I studied blood and blood diseases and I think I can cure you and uh. she doesn't really know how to react because she's like hey listen my life wasn't so great before this and now I'm a vampire I'm crazy strong and I can smell everything and see everything I'm not sure I don't want to be a vampire right. which I thought was a great twist was like vampires in general don't feel all that bad about it because they're like how good was being human right you know right like this this vampire he's kind of done with being a vampire but I think what would be interesting about oh god I'm totally I'm totally twisting up your story but how good would it be if there were vampires who are like look I'm only 30 years being a vampire I'm not done being a vampire yeah yeah yeah. and they start fucking with him oh yeah and they're like don't don't mess our shit up yeah 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 we're we're not. This isn't a fucking lifestyle, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, vamp, so we're not vamp phobic. This is like we're, you know, we want to exist. He's like so, you're, a, you're you're the herpes of the <laughs> animal kingdom, you know. Like like you don't have to be there. It's just we need someone with power to have it, to go like yeah. I don't want to have this. The challenge, the challenge that I would have with with making that, is to to come up with a body of content and to come up with something that's coherent, right? Like across like however many episodes. Like if I did like like even if it was something that was going straight to the web, as a web based series where it's like, yeah, well, yeah. the episodes are going to be like between, let's say five and twelve minutes long, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to have one up every week for six months or whatever it is, right? Um, yeah. What's interesting about yours is that it's it's a one and done, right? Yeah. You write that one, and you can make it as long as you want, especially if you're, it's something that you'll be putting up on um, YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. The length is up to you. So you just write the best possible script for a short form piece of content that has two actors in one location. 
Well, well I mean, we, we, we've locations. talked about this before, is that, like, I wrote a, a script for a short film. We're going to talk about this in a later episode, but the, the short film went to a producer at the NFB. We had a conversation. We had two conversations, and one in which she'd said, like, hey, like, short films aren't 20 minutes. If you want to be at Sundance or you want to be at TIFF, like, make it eight minutes or eight to 11. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I started really considering, okay how do I write a script that is this long? You know? Okay. So it's it's a it's a funny twist where, you know, you 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 want to uh please your audience at the same time as as make yourself feel okay with what you've written. Yeah, and that's that's the balancing act. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> I want to think that our spooky episode—it's <laughs> probably done. Do you think? Maybe it's I think done? it's done. I, I think I gotta get some candy. Oh, I actually have some sour jubes in a bag that I can go and eat right now and not feel bad about. I have some black licorice. Oh, <gasps> I love black licorice. I love it. It's so tasty. It's good. And uh, Te- technically, it's just licorice flavored Twizzlers. Oh, not as Be- good. Not as good. Well, no, it's the same thing. But but like not, people talk about red licorice, but that's like my vampire and your vampire are the same thing. They're not. <laughs> and some are like they're vampires. I'm like yeah, whatever. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, but licorice is a flavor. Mm-hmm. Not a th- mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, sure, so red sure. licorice would be not s- strawberry Twizzlers. It so would be... I am Hugh Elliot, <laughs> <laughs> and I am Stephen Grandbart, and this is can't sell this. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. This episode of Can't Sell This was produced in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. All creative content contained in this episode is copyright Stefan Grambart and Hugh Elliott. Intro voice by Jeff Wright. Recording engineer at Studio 306. Intro music track is Energy by Not Of from their 2015 album Peak. Questions or comments can be sent to admin at cantsellthispodcast.com. Any other information can be found at cantsellthispodcast.com. Can't sell this podcast.